And now, recorded in a basement beneath Prism Tower, it's Puckle PTU, The Beleza Chronicles. Previously on Puckle PTU, The Beleza Chronicles. While our heroes awaited the results of their trainer licenses, an out-of-control Bufalant is sighted charging towards a busy crowd. With the help of their Pokémon, our heroes managed to slow it down enough that it didn't cause any harm. Impressed by their actions, Professor Pine commended the group for taking swift action. Soon after, results are finally posted, and everyone earned enough points to get their trainer's license, except for Anthony, whose combined test score and battle choices just missed the bar for passing. Professor Pine comes to speak to Anthony and presents him a license anyway for his swift actions with the Bufalant, but cautions him to be less reckless. Dylan, Virgil, Viger, and Anthony, not knowing any of the other applicants, form a group themselves for the Beleza Challenge. They are conveniently assigned the Vancia Monument to challenge first, which they can take on tomorrow. In the meantime, our heroes decided to take a job from the job board and assisted a daycare with some Pokemon that had been vandalizing the area. On the way there, Virgil caught a Murkrow that he named Croella. On site, Dylan caught a Scraggy, and Virgil caught a Belazen Apom. The remaining Vandal, a Helioptile, managed to escape Viger's throws. The next morning, the group receives two eggs from the daycare as a reward, which are registered to Anthony and Viger. What does the rest of the day hold in store? Find out on Puckle PTU, the Belazer Chronicles. So, where did we leave off? We had just gotten the eggs from the daycare. That's mm. pretty true. I have an edge that I can use, but whatever. I'll just continue. Oh, and we leveled up to level two. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone did that okay? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now better at stuff. It says level two now. And yeah. All right. <laughs> better at things. So, you guys, I, so what do, you, what do you guys do? You don't have anywhere to be now. You've done your morning training. You've Received already you know, grabbed the eggs. Uh, what do you guys do? Um, I would presume that it, what it's morning now because we went back yeah, in the morning. morning. Yeah. So I would throw out the idea like, hey, we've got some time. Do we want to see what the other thing on the board was about? I yeah, sure. Yes, definitely. That's the one I, I wanted to do in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that gives <laughs> us money, right? It does, Should. and That's I need stuff. Money. Yeah. <laughs> if it's still there. We cross our fingers and head to the board. Yep. Uh, the bulletin board today has been restocked with about three or four different ones. You estimate that you, since you can't really challenge today, you might be able to this afternoon. Uh, you could do two of them, or you could do one and then you know, have time to shop and gear up before the immediate challenge that would be you guys taking on the monument uh the three jobs that are listed only one of which you can pick to do in the morning if you don't do <laughs> you don't uh look we know um there's the library job from before uh there is one that involves uh dealing with some mareep and some flaffy that have uh wandered away and there is uh, a final one but that wouldn't require you to go out of town. And there's a final one that has, uh, it's basically a little mark on it. And it more or less says you need to have completed five monuments. It's a little five pointed star. Uh, you'll see these on a lot of things, including public transport. 
So once you get five, you unlock fly, so to speak, and, um, well, things get a lot more open. But until that point, there's really just the two jobs. Okay. Understood. Oh, yeah. So then which one of the two do you guys feel like is interesting enough? The library's full of mystery. The other one makes me feel a little sheepish. <laughs> My gosh. Good hell. <laughs> That's Zach, bad. you took two points of psychic type damage. <laughs> that part hurt. Aww. Oh no. I have a headache now. <laughs> Combat page, current HP, well, seven. Injuries. Could we do both before the monument? I mean, if you fast. couldn't do both if you wanted to challenge today. Okay. Just because of winning. But what if we uh, challenged tomorrow? Then you could do both. Let's try and do both so we can get as much experience before the big battle. Might not be bad too, because then we can get enough experience and stock up and then challenge the day the day after. But is it going to be still scheduled for that day? That's the issue. We have to wait even longer if we don't make it today. True. You don't know. So that's the only issue. We take that risk. Uh, you don't know. You assume that the people at the Pokemon Center who told you would know one way or the other. Let's try the library first, because that doesn't require us to make the commitment to leave town. Yeah, let's just do that, because it's right quick by. And then we can see if there's time afterwards. I speak words yep. good. I do that talking thing real good. <laughs> so, the Vencia Town Library is not especially large. Uh, especially compared to some of those that are in, say, Grandest City. They're just bigger. This looks more like a community library that you'd see in any small town. A large building, but not by any means a grand reservoir of knowledge. Um, a librarian is at the front desk. Virgil's gonna, yeah, Virgil's gonna step in and be like, hi, we're here about the job posting for the trainers. Oh, yeah, let's, um, can you talk to me in my office? And she, she Absolutely. Building. <laughs> points to a little room over on the other side of the counter. So, uh, she says, alright, um, here's the thing. Most of the time, the noises and the disturbances have, have just been happening at night. Oh, great. But, uh, today, it's kind of been non-stop. There's somewhere around on the ground floor, but, frankly, if you guys get into a battle right now, it's gonna be dangerous. We have clients around. I, if you guys could come back tonight, uh, it's just, it's not safe right now. Understood. If there's Pokemon, shouldn't we, like, clear the library for their own safety anyway? Uh, they haven't attacked anyone, and more to the point, they've just kind of been banging around in the walls. The danger, if anything, is to, like, piping, but even then, that doesn't seem like they're very big. It's an it's an annoyance and the noise you you can kind of hear like a thumping in the in the vents hmm. isn't lovely but I no it's not like we should clear the library for this understood um you guys want to talk privately to see what we want to do well here I have an I have an idea that could be effective and this is just I'm going to explain it a little bit out of character too just for stat reasons. I do have things called lock cases that I can put on a regular pokeball 
A lock case grants a negative 10 capture modifier to any Pokeball, so it gets it a little bit easier to capture without having to damage. And if it's a smaller Pokemon, then that kind of means not really that strong going on going on a limb here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's possible. One of us could take the lock ball and use it. Would anyone be down for that? But that's also implying we're going to get it in one catch. Well, it has the bones, and, so... And you, you don't know how many are here currently. True. And how many of these do you just have infinite amounts? I have six on hand right now. I can always make more, but they will take time. That's the thing. I, I, I just think it's better to come at night where we don't have to worry about that. True. That does make sense. The so, librarian uh, sees that you guys are talking, kind of waves her hand a bit, <laughs> just for a moment. Yes. Um, if there's something I can help with, this is, well, I, we've requested your, you know, aid, you've answered the, the sign. Is there something you need done? You seem hesitant to wait, that's all. We are in the middle of debating when to go to our first monument challenge, just trying to make the most of our time. We've already taken oh, one well, um, that required waiting a long time. Oh, well, is your challenge, does your challenge open today, or were you assigned today? Those are two different statements. And you, your challenge was set to open today. Mm. See, I, I believe it opens today. That means that you can do it at any given day after today. Okay. So if it's a time concern, I, I wouldn't be too worried about it. Okay. Although... The fairies haven't been running today. It's been kind of concerning. There seems to be some incident at the pier. Hmm. Dang it, Dad. <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> Maybe we should check it out to kill some time. Maybe we can yeah. learn something about the uh, the monument. True. That Maybe we yes. can go to the pier and then come back at night. Sounds more like yeah. a plan. Yeah, you could all... Uh, also, if you just need something to do... We have records of different towns. You could do research on locations, Pokemon, anything at all. Uh, talk to someone maybe about the monument. See if you could find the right kinds of things to study for. Understood. We'll take you up on that if we need to. So, so have we come to the consensus to explore the pier or read books? Seems like the pier's... I don't yeah, know what's going on you're... with the pier right now. I'm kind of interested now. Why the yeah. fairies aren't running to it. Might as well go check it out to burn some time before nightfall. If it's another strike, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> so, consensus, we're all heading to the pier. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. As you guys approach the pier, the crowds are starting to get thicker. There's a bunch of people that are seemingly irate that they can't either get in for work or they can't, you know, go back home. And it's it's a mess. Uh, there are officers keeping the peace. It's not like a riot, but all of the fairies um, just aren't in port. And there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of information. Uh, you could ask someone around, but there's no there's no like sign posting, no board. So, uh, Dylan, you know this is weird. Because yeah. these fairies never stop running. Mm -hmm. 
uh, even during like captain strikes, they'll get someone. They'll get a boat swain even to just grab it more or less for the day. It's not a very mm -hmm. difficult trip. Difficult uh, trip, but a full stop is not good. Yeah. Okay. So what what I might do just as as me is try and mm -hmm. find the nearest boat person who I'm most familiar with, if there's anybody, like uh, anybody who runs something on the pier, any one of the ferrymen. Because um, if the ferries aren't running or if they're just physically... Are they, are they physically gone or are they just not moving? They're, they, they come in from the mainland every morning and they have not come in. Um, That's that the thing being that said, I do. Uh, that being said, you do know some of. I mean, since you've been around the water, you do know some dock hands. You could probably go and find one. Mm -hmm. That's probably what I'll do. Um. Uh, okay. You see James, a an older, an older dock hand who's known your your family just years. I like how blue his hair is. It's my oh, favorite gosh. thing about him. <laughs> He, he kind of looks at you and gives a, a worn smile, and he goes, Mr. Rose, do ya? I do, sir. And if you do that, I mean, have a question. <laughs> and that question is, what on earth is going on? His, his face kind of darkens a little. Mm -hmm. Something happened at the ferry launch point. Looks like someone was bringing cargo in, and it got loose. It, it was a fire type, whatever it was, and, well, uh, no one got hurt. No one was around, really, except the night guards, but looks like part of the dock was torched. They're getting some Conkleder builders out there, so it should be back up by the end of the day, but it's out of commission for now. Hmm. Gotcha. That's, That's weird. terrible. It's just weird that you know, if you're, you're transporting a Pokemon, you put in a Pokeball, throw it in a lock case for good measure. This just, this just I know feels what those are. off. This just what feels you, off. How off are you thinking? Are you thinking like someone didn't touch the steering wheel on the boat off kind of bad luck kind of things, like a woman on board the ship kind of bad luck kind of things? Kind of <laughs> things like... That is very sexist. <laughs> <laughs> We are very superstitious, thank you, sir. And misogynistic. All right, let's move on here. <laughs> so he just kind of blinks at that and goes, No, nah, I think... See, they keep saying fire type, but... I'm thinking more explosive. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Whatever it is, I'd say... I'd keep an eye out. Weird shit's been happening around the region. Do you know when the ferries are going to possibly be back up and running again? Well, the ones coming in from the mainland, they'll probably be up here in about three hours. They're coming in from a town farther to the south, but hmm. it'll be a bit. That'll, and those are just going to be running people who uh, have homes and work to get to. It's not going to be open for tourism or really trainer journeys. Hmm. The ferries are just in too short a demand. Understandable. Though, if y'all need to go, I guess you could charter a... Ah, uh, no. He, he, he points to your uh, 
monument chains, you know, the little mm-hmm. things you had to clip on your back, I guess. Well, those, you can't exactly charter them. But they should be up and running for you guys by morning. Like I said, they've got Conkler out there. They're already laying cement. It'll be fine. Do you know anything else about the situation other than what you might think have happened? No. All I know is no one got hurt. Well, that's good. They don't exactly tell us much. I've just been back here listening to what I can over the cops' radios. Mm. They'll probably know more, but mum's the word from them. Seth asking a question here. Yep. To Grand High Master about my own father. Would this be something that he would be there for or still be stuck here for? No, no, he does, uh, as like I know, he's a gondolier, so he's just sure. internal. Okay. He would know other shit people that might know more, but as far as would he have been down there? No. Okay. I had to make sure. Yeah, you're good. Do I see, like, uh, the incident area in general? Can I get, like, a good lay of, like, what the it looks like? The channel's a little too far to see easily but give me a perception check to see if you notice uh anything in particular 16 that's yeah a, uh, that's a, a d20 but that's, that's not a d20. how perception oh wait is. what am i doing wrong game <laughs> your perception was right 2d6 my bad <laughs> let me try that again nah that's something here no, is three virgil's gonna try as well what are we looking Alrighty, for? Alrighty, try it. Okay, how about an 11? That probably would do better. <laughs> you, you can see that uh, there is a thin area where a column of smoke is rising out in the distance. But it, it's the... Di- you know when you extinguish a fire, it, the, the smoke tends to change a little bit. It's not quite as thick or as dark. It, it looks like extinguished flame, not, not like an active burn. Uh, Virgil points that out. It's like looks like the fire came from over there, but it looks yeah, like it's already would... been extinguished. Yeah, that would be that'd be about where the docks were. Were so well are going to be. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess it'll be up soon. Is you can. Possible? Is it possible to safe. get over there at all? Just by I walking mean, or not for you to. Not for you guys. Like okay. I said, you could charter a Dragonite or something, but not with your chains, so. Got it. I'll be quiet for a couple seconds, guys. Be right back. Got it. Go on. So um, figured out exactly, sort of, what's going on over at the pier. Or where it used to be. What's the next course of action, then? I'd say by the time you guys got to the pier and got through the questioning, it's about three in the afternoon. Because you've had a full day so far. Yeah. So what do we do now? Uh, I mean, I'm not from around here, so I don't really know what to do at this point. Is there interesting or beach? Whatever. Is there beach by the pier? No, it's it's an I, okay. It, so Vancia City is basically built on top of a coral atoll. Okay. So it's just stone and coral all the way down. There's not a lot of sand. Got it. So it's like Pacific Log, but with like stone. Yeah, it's like if Pacific yeah. Log was on an uh, a like a, a small volcanic ridge that coral life had kind of mm-hmm. built around. Got it. Got it. Well, why don't we take a gondola to the library? Might as well. How I mean, how often do you get the chance to ride a gondola in Vanzia? 
I mean, I haven't yet, so that's always there's always a first. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm back. They're going to take a gondola. <laughs> that was actually great timing. They're going to take a gondola. Uh, ah, if only they knew someone who could do that. Yes, if yeah. only we knew someone who could do that, since that's never been addressed. If only there was someone who is the son of a gondola driver who dresses like a gondola oh, driver. <laughs> I'm already walking towards my house. <laughs> <laughs> you, Guys, uh, come on. Dylan, you would know where your dad would be about this time of day, picking up customers. Exactly. He's always so right do you head home or do you head side. to him? I head to him. Like okay. I was inspired by Arceus to do. No, I, I just said you knew where he was, but you said you were headed home. I just wanted to Yeah. To ask. Because yeah. those would be two different scenarios. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm stupid. Um <laughs> Yeah. I, we head to him. Alright. So you see your dad working the crowd as he always does, trying to get tourists to take a ride, but most of them are just annoyed at the inconvenience of being stuck here all day. Mm-hmm. And it's you can tell it's a hostile crowd. Ooh. Just your years of working as a you know gondolier and a gondolier's assistant, you you can kind of get that much of a read. Uh, mm. People just don't seem to be in a spending mood. And he does catch your eye. Uh, give me an intuition check. <laughs> That's untrained. It's got to be untrained. Yes, it's untrained. Oh, dear. Roll. Two, yeah, that's untrained for me, too. I love you, Dad. A lot, that was that's a seven. That's average. Seven. That's, that's seven. A, a six on one, so really, really oh. loving, and then a one on the other. So I mean, um, yeah. You know, that's that's fine. You know your dad pretty well. Um, you just see the the moment where he he looks at uh, your your monument chain. He sees the extra pokeballs, and there's this moment of conflict between pride and shame. But it's a moment. Oh. He hides it pretty well. Ooh. That's dark. <laughs> For moment. So, is, this crowd's giving him a hard time. Could we maybe make the crowd more... Like, could we try and appease the crowd ourselves? Well, what I mean by hostile is not like they're like in his face or anything. It's mm-hmm. just that no one's in a spending mood. So, instead of being able to, hey, you, do you want a gondola? And you know, being able to, to talk with people, they're just stonewalling him. Ah, that uh, if you've ever seen like a street vendor who no one is even giving the time of day that's what's going on got it well people like that are rude and virgil's gonna try and do a charm to be like wow gondolas are really cool what an amazing (laughs) opportunity who would ever turn something like that down only a monster. Oh shoot, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> okay, only a charm check. We're gonna charm to be like gondolas are awesome. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> okay. You do a pretty good job. And as you're you're like talking up gondolas, I'm handing it up. It's like, gosh, I, this is my first time in Vanzia. Who can come to Vanzia and not take a gondola? And Mr. Rose kind of gets a bit of a smirk on his face. And he makes eye contact with with Dylan and just gives him a nod like, okay, thanks. This is cool. (laughs) You know what's up, man. Wow, I can hardly refuse a first-timer to Vancia like you. And Dylan, why don't you introduce me to your group? I mean, this is your group, I assume. Yeah, 
Yeah, this is the group, Dad. Um, let me run him by you. That that charming guy right there. That that guy's name is Virgil. He he beat me first time <laughs> with the Fennekin. Nautica did well though. You'd have been you'd have been amazed to see how well he did, but he beat me. But yeah, it was a great fight. It was a great battle. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. <laughs> he shakes your hand and uh, Seth. Let's give another intuition. That's a ten. It's better. Yeah, better. he's not feeling great that you lost with a type advantage Ooh. on your first match. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a kind of not not like kid. dad's disappointed, but more like dad's worried. <laughs> <laughs> you even cut out for this man. Yeah, like, like, like he's not gonna say anything because your dad's a bit stoic. But as far as that goes, no, he's he's worried for you, kid. Uh, as good as he, I am, Kyle. Why did I do that? <laughs> and he he turns to the other two, and he has not been introduced. Yep. And behind him, we've got Anthony. He's uh, I, I bumped into him on the way to the registration because you know I woke up late. And ah, so that's yeah. that's Anthony there. He shakes. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't go for the shake. He'll go for the shake. I don't know. You're gonna say that. So yeah. Okay. He'll go, go for the shake. He shakes his hand, nods to himself, and lastly, and he's he's not wearing his nut brass knuckles right now. But this guy right here is is Viger. He and Anthony were were the other pair next to us. That's how we all know each other. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice shake to meet you too, sir. Well. I shake his hand too. Right. Well, are you guys going to use this more like a taxi, or do you guys want to see the sights? We actually kind of had a question, Dad. Um, I'm sure you've heard a little bit of what on earth is going on with the docks on the other side, on the pier. There's a big old commotion there. It's gotten even worse. James told me all about it. And um, we were wondering if we could... Maybe try heading there, see what's going on, and see if there's something we could do. Would only this gondola take the waves like that? Nah. Outside of the channels, there's just too much open water. I, I couldn't take you down there, but uh, I'll let you know as soon as the, the boats open back up for you guys. You'll be the first to know. I'll probably know before they officially open the ticket booths, so you'll be in line. We but came here for a question. But could we go see the sights? Of course! I'll even give you the family discount, and he ruffles his son's head. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Don't All mess right. with the red one. Thanks, Mr. Rose. <laughs> no problem. And he hops in, and he is a strong man. He is someone who has worked physical labor his entire life. But he's also pretty charming. He, he's not a gruff old sailor type. He's very much someone who's worked crowds for a living. Uh, and he, he helps you all down onto the boat, other than other than Dylan, who can just kind of jump in a boat. It's bouncy, bouncy. It's something he's just done. <laughs> and oh, doesn't he even takes, move when I jump in. Yeah, just just masterfully just. <laughs> uh, he takes the he takes the paddle and he taps it, releasing the ball on the top and the dragalgy. Uh, comes up out of the water, and he, you know, you help him harness it, and he starts mm -hmm. rowing as the Dragalgy pulls you guys through the city. 
And this is the Virgil first time he's having he... the time of his life because he is just a <laughs> Belizean culture connoisseur who is in part on this journey to experience all of the rich culture that this uh, region has to offer. And this is the first time that you have been out on the water here. And while the buildings are beautiful, once you really start getting into the side canals that there aren't footpaths on, you see just beautiful garden boxes that are hanging down. You see all of the houses that are painted brightly colored, uh, just kind of barely clashing, just enough to feel very bright. You see a huntail swim up past you and continue down the way ahead. Its long tail just kind of just barely breaking the surface as it skates through the lower columns. The water is astoundingly clear. And at places where you can see the gap where the cement or the basin has crumbled away, you can see down to where the sunlight stops, just pure depth of open water. All the buildings are very well kept, with the bottom floors almost universally being fairly high off the street in case of a tidal surge that could, you know, flood a, a lower floor. And just as you think it couldn't get any, any more picturesque, Mr. Rose starts to sing. <laughs> it's a very operatic tone. It's a very old song, and it's one Seth knows as well. And after a while, he kind of nudges him to, <laughs> to join in. Dang right, and I do that. Do I have to roll yeah. anything? <laughs> uh, I could make this a charm check, but I think, we're, I, think, I think you're trained enough at this point where you could, you could do that much, right? I probably could. So, I had to check. <laughs> So you guys get the gondola experience, and he takes you over to the library the long way around. It takes the better part of two hours just weaving through some side streets. Did we get a sunset? Did we get a sunset? You do. You get yes! a beautiful sunset, but it's, <laughs> as it's setting, it's on the far end of a street that you're going down. So as it starts sinking, you see lights underneath the houses start to come up. And Chinchow cautiously peek their heads out and then start to float in the rip start to float uh give me a general education check all around ah uh, i think i'm seven for general let me am i seven uh no dylan you don't need to row for you don't need to row for this you don't need to roll for this oh okay you, you, you'll know it <laughs> i was making sure better okay. safe and we're waiting for sublime uh, I did mine first. Yeah, he's oh, oh, I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, Sublime and so Virgil and Anthony, you guys and and Bill and Rose, of course, someone who lives here, you guys what? know that these Chinchow aren't wild. They're owned by the city, and they basically go to illuminate the sides of pads so that if someone had a boat or fell in, they would know how to get to the edges because it can get really dark in some of the side streets when the lights are out. So they just kind of drift through the city as the sun starts to, to sink. Oh, and that's beautiful. When you, when you arrive at the library, it's, it's just at the cusp, just at the, the border between dusk and night. Anyone have a rock rough? No. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. 
And as he he helps everyone off off of the gondola and onto the rock, and he grabs your hand, Dylan, and he pulls you close, and says, "You gonna be okay, Kit?" Yeah, I'll be good. Thanks, Dad. I didn't say if you're gonna be good. I asked if you're gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference there, son. I'll be okay. Not only are Nautica and I doing well, but if I'm teamed up with this nutcase who could who could take on Nautica and me with a fire type, I'm in good hands too. You just stay careful and there's no shame in coming home, kid. I know. Thanks, Dad. And with that he helps you up and he he heads off. Aw. Touching moment. Would bring a tear Thanks to for Fluffy's <laughs> Would bring a tear to Fluffy's side. So, you guys are at the library. Uh, the librarian's probably inside. There's still a light on, but here you guys are. All right. So I guess we head in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the librarian is is shelving as you come in. We're back. We sneak up behind oh. her and go boop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your evasion, real quick? My evasion? Yeah, I just want to make sure I roll above it. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I? Dueling the end. All right, let's do this. Am I in combat? Where is that? Yeah, nope, that'll hit. Uh, Let's see how much a librarian's unarmed struggle does. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, no. You. she, Where's, as you surprise her, she just comes around and just punches you in fear, as <laughs> she did not hear you coming. And that will deal. It, it does not. It's not going to deal a lot. Just uh, more of the she, she gets you square in the chin. Mm-hmm. She's got a low attack of two, so eleven. You take eleven points of damage. Says, oh, oh, I'm so. I'm so sorry. Yeah, minus defense. I just I'm defense. so sorry. You scared me. I just kind of faced. Oh, my, are you okay? <laughs> Between that and the psychic type damage I took earlier, I'm at 52 health. I'm not doing good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that that looks like it smarts. You should. I'm good. Sorry. I don't um, worse. We're good. Sorry. All right. <laughs> she 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 looks like she really feels bad. Um, so I'm just gonna turn off the lights, lock up when you're done. Sure uh, thing. <laughs> you kind of got that coming for you. Some, you know what? I'll, I'll get you some ice. And she she walks into the break room and comes at you. hear her, like, jumbling around with the, the fridge juice on there. And she comes out with some ice. She hands you a bag. Ice type damage now? No. I'm gonna be so Giving you a bandage. <laughs> Should we... Should they make me percentage to get frozen here? <laughs> no. That 10%. Dylan is stuck in place. That's Does frostbite count as an injury? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If anything, this would be a bandage. So, okay. uh, she hands it the... to you, waves, winces, and leaves. <laughs> uh. I put the three ice cubes on my chin as she walks out, but then when she immediately when she leaves, I, I have a I have a scar on my face. Did she think I needed that? Uh, never mind. I just put it down. So you kind of got that coming uh, for you, man. I'm just saying. Uh, you guys are 
there are some like low level ground lights uh, just so you can see that the general shelves but it's it's not particularly bright out until the moon starts coming in through the windows and then you can you can mostly see um, what you start hearing after about half an hour or so are just thumping noises uh, in in what appears to be the ducks so I said uh, Tesla first off how high are the ducks? That's what I'm trying to assess. They are about, uh, in PTU units, they're about <laughs> three, they're between two and three meters off the ground. Now, it's a it's a reasonable ceiling. It's not super tall. There's not a second floor to this library. Um, I'll bring you guys all over once the, the Pokemon enter. Uh, can you guys give me a perception? And then, Viger, I want to know what you were doing with your Magnemite. Well, I was just going to, since the... The air ducts are up there. I was just going to have Tesla float up and see if he can see anything up there. Oh, okay. Because he can, he can float up. To... No, he can't. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Don't lie. Oh, yeah. it is very so... dark, Anthony, and you are not used to that. Oh no! Woo! Twelve. Woo! I see. For reference, for Max reference roll. to those listening at home, Shamu got a four. <laughs> On Sublime got dice. a. Good. On three dice, Sublime got a fourteen. I, I, Dylan, Seth, whatever, got a ten. Viger, in his celebratory scream, got a twelve. Perfect. Out of two d six, which is the best he could do. <laughs> so all of you guys seem to pinpoint a different source of noise. Uh, Anthony, you have no idea what the hell is going on. Um, Virgil, you hear very clearly in the office that you guys were in. A very soft crying noise. On the other hand, we have Viger, who, you, as your Magnemite is looking up, you see that the the air shaft, the vents, are being opened up from the inside by what appears to be the screws seem to be turning themselves out. And I am so blanking on your name, which is embarrassing now that I remember what it is. <laughs> Dylan, what you Good find... Job. Good job. Dylan, what you I hear find. a soft, uh, sort of wetter sound coming from the back by a bookshelf. And I'm going to have you guys position yourselves logically once I bring you over yeah, to the I right. I say, we need the map. <gasps> yeah, I'm going to bring up the map. Oh my but gosh, I need that. Nope, this is, this nope. is me not having enough time to prep. <laughs> So these are not all the Pokemon. Oh. Uh, but the, the Badoo is correct. The Mien Chao are actually LGM. And the Mudkip is actually a Wooper. LGM. But you guys, damn it, I should have made you roll for that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that. I forget that immediately. Thank Change you, Arceus. What are Glory Pokemon? Your name. Uh, I want you guys. I'll give you control of your characters in a moment. I'm just putting you near the Pokemon that you identify that you you found. Could you each give me a Pokemon Ed check, other than Anthony, who doesn't know what's happening? Yeah. This is that's, not at all me stalling for time. That's another. Two so nope. that I can uh, give ownership to you. Dylan got an eight. Viger got a nine. Sublime got a lucky 13. That's oh, I should say number. Virgil. That's anyway. my number. <laughs> One of my two five. numbers. So, when you guys throw Pokemon, and uh, we'll worry about them in turn order when we get there. Um, 
all of this sort of happens at once. As you open the door, uh, you see to the office, rather, Virgil. 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 As you open the door to the office, you see, panicking in the corner, a small purple Pokemon. All with right. With the hands clasped together in gloves on the top of its head. But other than that, looks like a small bud Pokemon. Coming I, down. Huh? The last role we did was Pokemon Education, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to do okay. the, identi- the identity. Right. Um, as you start to look at it, you know, coming down as you, you scan it, uh, the Badoo, the Belazen Badoo, uh, scoots back and just, it looks like it's flight or fight, and it is settled on one of those. Uh, Viger, as you're watching, the ceiling kind of opens up, and two small blue humanoid Pokemon float down from the ceiling, uh, flashing each other with uh, glowing fingers, and then they turn to you, kind of jolt awake, and then put their hands out as if to, as if to fight. And Dylan, you see what is unmistakably a very dopey axolotl-like thing kind of wandering in. Looking at all the books like it is the most curious child in the world, and it sees you and starts to panic. <laughs> and with so with that, uh, what Pokemon do you guys send out? I'll give you one for free, just <laughs> well, in the interest of moving right this now. along. Apollo. I've only got Tesla, so. Yeah, same thing. Like, but then again, do I even know what the hell's going on? No. Uh, <laughs> when you start no. hearing Pokemon, no, no, you, you do. You, I assume you guys call it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, what Pokemon do you send out, Seth? I'm gonna send out Levi Scraggy. Levi the Scraggy. Because having a okay. speed of five was kind of crappy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Virgil rolled a 13, so he knows that this is a Belez and Badoo, right? Yeah, he does. I, I, I and he'd know, that. like, the type and all that? Uh, yes, you would know that it is a dark fairy type. Awesome. The best of and both worlds. you would know that the, the how it, it's designed going forward, right? Yeah, you sent uh, us yeah. a picture in Discord. Yeah. Well, I, I said of the first one, but not of Roserade and Roselia. Ooh. I'm just assuming it's black with the colors. Uh, no. Instead no? Of oh, roses, I can't wait to see. Uh, instead, of ro- instead of just roses, um, there it gets opera gloves holding fans. Oh my god. Because no. it is based after an opera singer. No! <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> you know what that is so anthony that is so anthony virgil's gonna call anthony over because he deserves it <laughs> i am such a nice person y'all <laughs> especially because i have a freaking fairy type connection i'm gonna call anthony over nonetheless but you do already have a good dark type though a good thematic dark type no less yeah. yeah, we're. I'll call Anthony over. Oh, I appreciate this. Oh, <laughs> oh no. No, be, no. Be a bro. How much of a bro are you? Because that's how bro he is. 
that is the most like sublime ass Pokemon you could describe. And I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna let it go. We're gonna let it go. A dark fairy. No. That is like the personification of me as a person. But I'm like, no, no. Uh-huh. It's an opera singer. Uh-huh. We're gonna give it to the violinist. <laughs> oh. oh my god. I, I just like that I could hear him slowly dying. <laughs> he wanted it and knew that Sublime was the one who found it. Uh, I was just like, okay. I, I was like, okay. I'm like, and then you explained it. I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> I no. imagined a rose. And I'm just like, I, just, I imagined a rose too. Yeah, but no. the opera, no, that needs to go to Anthony. <laughs> Right. Um, it's so, fine. Uh, I guess where's the door of the room? I guess like I uh, it's, it's the, those two. It's a it's a double door, so just those two. Uh, see that corner here? Uh, both corners, bo- adjacent to that corner on both sides, it opens up. Like you can lift it open. The counter. It's one of those kinds of oh. entrances. So oh, where the but but do is there? That's not. So I think the easiest thing for me to do right here is just free. Uh, That's the counter, I'm assuming. Yeah, this is the counter. Yeah, so that goes to behind through. the counter. That's where the librarian yeah. would be. If you go to the end, that's where her office is. Yeah. Okay. And I would like to point out that Viger is currently engaged in a two-on-one. Yeah, uh, the egg can't really. Yeah, but much. you've got steel typing. You're fine. Often you can fight the Pokemon yourself. Yeah, I can kind of. I can hold. The two on two technically. That's a two on two. You're right. That's yeah. true. Beat them to death. <laughs> oh, this will be fun to watch then. <laughs> Pokemon. I don't think y'all remember what. Oh, okay. So we're just gonna start off with, uh, of all things, Levi the Scraggy. <laughs> Boy. Levi the Scraggy is a boy. <laughs> He's that boy on a unicycle. Oh, God. More so... psychic damage for everybody. <laughs> so, what I'm going to do with my boy... I should have named him Guzma. I guess I'm staring down a terrified whooper. So... It's, it's, it's ready to fight. It's not just like... It's not like Scraggy itself was. Mm-hmm. Right. So... I guess he'll he'll see a frightened other thing, and I will tell him to use sand attack. All right, roll accuracy. Roll accuracy. That's twelve. A 12. That's a hit. Uh, I just need to double check what this ability does. Reduces accuracy by oh, gives you blinded for a turn. Yes. Yeah. I'm ninety percent better actually. Yeah. Um. It kind of goes, and then just shakes its face. But it's got sand in its eyes. Fish. (laughs) Yeah, axolotl. Did you say take that, you fish? Yes. It's an axolotl, first off. It's an amphibian! Can we just pause? Can we just pause and appreciate that the gondolier running away from his family tradition is catching all the water types? Yeah. (laughs) I haven't it's caught fun. it yet. Who says I'm gonna catch it? Mm, you guys could we trade are. too. Like that's always a thing. <laughs> your scrub and your um and your uh, whooper are all gonna be towing the boat. It's and not your my Scraggy's whooper. gonna be driving. It's not my could... whooper. Scraggy's the assassin. You guys don't even need to trade. You can just give each other Pokemon if you catch them. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Am I correct that this is a urban environment? Yeah, and if you use fling, you'll throw a book. I'm gonna throw a book. <laughs> <laughs> you pick up. You, you pick up pick a up book a... about dinosaurs. Damn dinosaur book. Oh, I thought, I'm sure that's what he was hit with earlier. Can I uh, make an attack roll? roll? Yep. That's a two. <laughs> you missed with the book about dinosaurs. Uh, so I'd like to point out you've never hit with fling. Dang right, I haven't. No, I think he did once. I did. Oh. He did oh, hit that. Apollo yeah, before once. he uh, tried it with the croc where he failed. Yeah, yeah the croc that was his epic fail was the croc. So you go to throw a book and it just kind of like clatters to the ground and the whooper looks back at you with just that dumb, vacant expression. Don't look at me like that. It flew open. You saw it. Now get back. Whoa. You can't even see right now because you're blinded. Didn't even notice um, it. It's still smiling. Uh, of course it is. It is Don't now Apollo's turn. All right. Um, is the door to the office already open? Yeah, it's open. You opened it. Okay, great. Um, I guess I'm going to walk in. Okay, so you're taking your turn first? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay. And I'm going to use my ability Omen. And I thought about this. And so when... I use Omen. What I envision is imagine like time freezing for a second as a photo negative and like Virgil's eyes glow for a sec and then it just goes back to normal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to use Confuse right. Ray. All right. You snap your fingers. Let's see if it hits. Yeah. We do the waviness and the stuff and there's like these magical glyphs floating around. And bam! 15. Max it. And it, it kind of doesn't seem to know what to do anymore and it takes a couple steps stops and takes a couple steps stops <laughs> it's very confused also i definitely call anthony over here yeah yeah he'll start heading over on his turn can he start right. closer <laughs> that's pretty far <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'll let him start over okay. all right uh okay and then and then apollo, apollo is like such a strong bond with Virgil that they're just always in sync. So Apollo follows suit immediately and casts Omen uh, mm. on the uh, Belezen Badu as well. And then after that, it goes for an Ember. So let me roll for Ember. 10. I'm assuming that hits. Yes. It should in theory. All right, 2d8 plus 19. Oh, 2d6 plus 19. Roll it. 25 special oh. fire damage. Subtracting special defense. You dealt... Mm, 25 minus... It's injured. Perfect. Anthony, oh, get over here. Fragile children. So slow. <laughs> it is statused and it is injured. Get, get up here. on it. Alright. And speaking of Anthony, it's your turn. Okay, so I can go one, two, three, four, five, six. That's my speed rate, I'll make sure. Yep. You're overland. Oh no, my overland's five. So. Um, I can throw with my throwing range of six, so one, two, three, four. I can throw the Pokeball at the Badoo. Yep. And I will just do so. <laughs> Alright, make an accuracy check. At the D100? 
No, that's a uh, D20 to hit, hit the hit. ball first. Oh, D20 to hit ball? I yeah, found out it's an AC4 status move. I Bam. think that works. Yeah. Roll a D100. Oh, don't, actually. You can <laughs> fail. I can. Uh, you can fail on a, on, a, on a 1, essentially. You have a 1% failure rate. Oh. Yeah, but you can't fail otherwise. Ooh, and you did really, really good. <laughs> that's a seven right there. That that could only not be caught by things that are like level seventy. Like you're fine. <laughs> only... You just see like this perfect God's decreed throw. <laughs> it it hits. It bounces off of the dew. It opens up, and without even a wiggle, it catches. I would describe it as symphonic. Yeah. Perfectly executed. <laughs> it's a critical the pilot with one hand, throwing the poke gloves the other somehow, some way. Um, no. Sublime, with the flash of the ember, I want you to give me a perception check. Now that I think about it. Oh, no. Alright. So flammable. Oh. This was the oh. office. Books this was the office. <laughs> yeah, if it had missed, it might have started a fire on, like, a box or something. But All right, uh, 12. It hit. Oh, God. Uh, you noticed that there was something around the Badoo's arms, but it is caught. So, like, the, the the two clasping hands, there's something around that, but it was caught. So it wasn't an owned Pokemon. Uh, but there was definitely a held item. You you don't... Uh, give me an Ecoltad to see if you know what it is. Oh, oh I definitely... Ha oh, I have this. I got this, y'all. I got this. Oh, I rolled terribly, and I still probably got this. <laughs> it's the yep, severed it's tail of a slowpoke. <laughs> a twelve. Uh, you know that that is a fairy crown, which functions as a fairy type booster. Ah, I would terrifying. relay this information to Anthony. Oh, followed by a quick gimme. So gimme, gimme, it's gimme. holding that currently, a fairy booster, which boosts attacks by five damage. Five, I want to say I think five. It's five. Yeah. It's five. It's five. It's the inverse to the tight brace that Jen Mo'o is wearing on its leg. Yeah, but tight braces, um... Reduction. Defensive. Yeah. By 15, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's got a... I didn't think of this, but he's got both a fairy brace and a fairy booster now. <laughs> um, I can combine those for you later. I, Wait, I am realizing that you can do that now. Holy shit. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? I can combine those into combine an item that does both of those things in one. By our powers combined. Hilariously Maybe. enough, though, I think they're far more functional for him separated. Yeah, uh, yeah for the time being. Given for his circumstances. Yeah. Moving on, it is uh, now... The Badoo's turn, it can't do shit, so... It's been caught. <laughs> it's a ball, so it's fine. Oh, Alright, it's now the Magnemite's turn. It is Tesla's turn! Oh, and by the way, that uh, Badoo is at level 8. Oh. Strong boy. <laughs> He's the strongest boy. His name is Boy Doo. Or girl, we don't know. Is it a lady? Uh, it is. She is. Girl? Yay, we, oh. we got it in this episode. Get it in. Oh, we really should come up with our own thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a man. Um, <laughs> That's a man, Mari. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, it doesn't have any special moves, but I'll send you the modifications off my tech sheet in just a moment. Okay. So, Viger, what are you using? Oh, Tesla's just what? going to use Thunder Shock. 
Tesla's just gonna Thundershock the closest uh, LGM. Right next to him on the map. Because he's all up there, I would assume. And he could just go right yeah. Thundershock, so that's what I'm gonna do. Alright, roll it. See if you hit. That's a crit, first off. Oh shit! Oh, okay, no. I hope only one of you wanted an LGM. <laughs> Dead LGM falls to the floor. So, how we resolve a crit, because I don't think we have before, yeah. you roll... Well, the other crit was when I was caving in Anthony's head, so... <laughs> yeah, and that one, we were just like, I didn't want to roll it so that we would have plausible deniability on you fucking killing him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm new to this. So, so the damage phase... Uh, has the dice and then a flat bonus and then your special attack, right? Yeah. It's you double the dice. Yeah. So, so it's forty-six plus, plus eight 16 plus sixteen plus sixteen plus your special attack. Oh okay, God. so roll forty-six <laughs> plus sixteen plus twelve, which is my special attack as of right now. Oh. Hold on to your horses, people. This is gonna get pretty nasty. Holy mackerel. That's a Mother. 46. <laughs> Santa Maria. Highest damage so far. <laughs> yes! I so subtracting its special defense, you dealt four injuries to this thing. Oh. <laughs> and uh, one oh. shot it. it uh, well, it would have been paralyzed, but it's gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it would be paralyzed. Except it's probably actually paralyzed. <laughs> Oops. Wow. Uh, as, as, like, as they communicate and take its stance, all you just see is the wicked static discharge just fire off a magnet, and one of them just hits the wall. And it's just boom! It's out. It's out cold. The other one looks pissed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Alright, it's now Jingmo's turn. <laughs> Uh, I... Not an amazingly useful position. There's nothing around <laughs> like, it. Jay, catch up and just kind of like, oh, <laughs> barks. I'm here, Dad. Woof. <laughs> woof. Dragon goes woof. Bork. Heck. So, Viger, it's your turn. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I thought this would be a fight, huh? I didn't think I was going to be critting all over the place and then rolling some high D6s here. Okay. Uh, I think what I'm going to do for my attack, at least... Uh, what do I got? I'm still trying to remember my things. You've got Bash, yeah, you've I'm got Metal Claw. I'm probably just going to go with uh, Bash. Okay. Just hit it as hard as I can. Your I do want to... I do want to catch the thing, but I also want to make it a little bit easy for me, too, because I suck at catching stuff, apparently. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't. Actually, uh, I forget. Is uh, is Behem in that image of the team you sent me? He's, he skirts the line a little bit. Okay, I'm curious. I love Behem just personally. I know, Behem was awesome. I liked him. He's I can just see all of Viger's team levitating. And it <laughs> levitates. So his entire That's team levitating without levitate. That's a six. Uh, that hits. Okay. It's a slow level. All right. So roll two d eight plus ten plus six. It's a twenty-three. Twenty-three minus its defense. 
I'm 90% sure this thing is injured. Um, no, no, it's not injured. Okay. It's tankier than I thought it was. It, it's just, it kind of like looks mm, angry. Tankier, you say? How <laughs> Mildly. Uh, it's now its turn. It looks at you, the one who hit it, and you are probably going to have a splitting headache. Interesting. Yeah, it raises it. It, it raises its little Simon says. Uh, Simon actually. says. Yeah, you know what those are actually referencing, right? It's got his little yes, blinky hands. Ugh. Simon says. For our for our listening audience, what do they represent? They represent. Oh crap! War of the Worlds, that first movie, that where they send in the little things on their giant antenna that have those three lights on them that look exactly like LGM's hands. Fun fact for the audience: it's not a Simon Says. Uh, well, it's a ten, and, and does that hit me? Because I can't tell. Yeah, it hits you. All right. Think about and what deals you've done. thirty-four special psychic damage. Okay, so that's a minus. It rolled very well. Yeah, I'll say minus five, so that's twenty-nine. Technically. Oh. Is confusion a base five? Yes, it is. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's a base seven, so... Yeah, no, that's why I'm looking at it, because I was like, 26 plus 10 seems like a lot. And it is! I am considered injured from oh that. Yeah. Well, then you better catch it just the next turn. <laughs> just barely under half health. That was a bad headache you got. Just by, like, one it or just two looks- you just look and you just get a crippling migraine. Oh, and it passes. And here's the it thing. passes after a minute, but there's a blood vein that's bursting your eye. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing. I know what a migraine feels like. They are not fun. I, oh, no. No, no, they no they it is not. not. That thing is angry. <laughs> now I want it even more. If it crit you, I'd like to point out you'd be unconscious. Interesting. <laughs> Delightful. No, Who's up now? <laughs> I'm assuming it's the only thing that hasn't moved this turn. The axolotl, yep. Uh, yeah. It, it's just gonna w w wiggle its butt at you. Uh, How does blinded work again? Accuracy drops, but it's still enough to hit on a 13. Okay, I was just checking. Your defense drops one combat stage. Oh no! Not my combat stage. Not my combat. All right, back to the top of the round. It is now half that order is basically gone and now. I'm a kick yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you run up and use a struggle attack. No, no, I'm a low kick it. Oh, with Scraggy. I with thought Scraggy, you that's that. first, right? No, yeah, no. Well, you, it's the same speed, so that you can go at the same time. So it says low kick's base damage is equal to twice the target's weight class. Whooper is at a one weight class. So what do I type in? So, uh, damage two, two for the day. Uh, oh, but he is using a fighting stab. type move, so it should be damage base four, just which is one struggle. eight plus six. Yeah, just use your struggle. Just use my struggle. The same thing. That's yeah, the roll. It's gonna be the same. Eight. One d eight plus six plus plus, six plus your 14. stat. Fourteen for my attack. It's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. It is moderately ouch. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a book at it. <laughs> I've got one more croc left. I'll talk that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, all right. Do you want to throw a ball or a book? I'm gonna throw a book at it. 
Because knowledge is power. I can see knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, bitch. I can I can see the T-shirt now. Maybe that could be our tagline for accuracy. Knowledge is. I'm gonna throw a insert item. I'm gonna throw a. I'm gonna throw a sandwich. You would make a. You would make. You would make a great judge. I'm just saying. Once we get out of urban environments, though, that that meme's gonna die. Does a does a nine hit? Yeah, it hits. Damage base yes. four with that item. Roll. Okay, so one d eight plus four plus my attack stat, right? Yeah. Plus five. That book did ten damage. <laughs> well, the book did less than ten damage. You toss a book at it, and it smacks it in the face, and just kind of falls to the ground, and you wipe the mud off for it. You've wiped off the sand, it's no longer blinded. Dang it. Apollo, are you doing- is Apollo or uh, Sublime doing anything? Or a Yes, Virgil? yes, uh, Virgil is gonna do something, because he is a helpful, per helpful person. Um, so we're gonna... Two, three, four, five... I think that's in range if you count. Like, yeah, that's within. Yeah, yeah, that should be within range, because Virgil is kind of spooky ooky with his powers, you know. Sure. Confuse Ray. I'm the statuser. Yeah. I make it easy for you to catch things. Thank you. <laughs> All right, roll your confuse Ray. See if it hits. That's an eight. So that's a six, which I'm assuming hits. Okay. Yeah, it hits. It looks. It. It is like mid-brain shutdown on, on Viger, and then its hand slackens, and it's just mid-brain right. shutdown. And then Virgil would be like, "Viger, now's your chance." Trying. I'm seeing red right now. Screams. I have to wait till it's my turn. What are you talking about? Anthony. Anthony, do you have anything to do? Uh, you could run over, catch it, and hand him the ball. That's one possibility. Where, where, where's the ball? You have a ball. So you can oh, just throw or you thing to catch it? You could. I'm giving And then give him. The, you could give him it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know what. Yeah, we'll try it. Alright. Make an accuracy oh. check. Well done. Well, okay. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> That's a yeah, okay. that, that adds a bonus to the ball catch. He rolled a natural 20, listening audience. And uh, there's no way you can fail. This is with a Okay. Alright then. I think with all of the modifiers, that's actually you had to roll a negative one. Or worse. <laughs> well Well then. Well then. Viger, congratulations. What? <laughs> really? He screams through his head. So it's still uh, a library. <laughs> <laughs> the library is still. You're not my mom. Uh, I think we'll just go down the order to your turn just to finish this out. Or hear me out. Oh boy. I could. Just throw a ball, man. I don't want to throw a ball. I want to be a bloodthirsty maniac because my dad told me I wouldn't be okay. <laughs> I thought you were a very level-headed character. <laughs> I am, but I've got to. I've got to do something. I'm a, I'm distraught. My I haven't won a battle. Just hey Dad, remember how I talked? We talked about my uh, distressing inability to train. Well, in my rage about that, I beat the shit out of a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That's the sign of a sociopath. <laughs> Some people you take them as their friends. Some people use them to fight. Are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> Knowledge is power. Bitch. Knowledge is power. Throws dinosaur book number three. Oh my gosh, you're gonna kill this poor thing. <laughs> That's gonna Roll! Smile one! D! Twenty! Go! Ten! <laughs> okay. Make your roll. And this is me throwing another book. I'm- I'm- I'm acting like Scraggy and I speed tied, and I won the speed tie. Roll! Okay. 1d8 plus 4 plus 5. Bop! 14. Knowledge is power! <laughs> oh, you like to kill the swooper. <laughs> Smack! It's injured now. Pulls over entire shelf. Scraggy. <laughs> uh, I can't do low kick again because that's every other turn, but... You can use sand attack. Give it a condition. <laughs> and give someone the chance to stop me. <laughs> it's already dead! I'll do sand Game attack over, again. Man. Game over! Stop, stop! Roll 1d20 for sand attack. That is a 12. Blinded. Blinded. By the light of knowledge. Rupert is going to start to retreat. To where? Uh, it starts hopping this way. Make a perception check. Six. Uh, you can see that there is an open grate that's kind of shadowed, uh, leading to the vents. It's probably just trying to escape out. Do you think it'll come back to the library to learn again? Uh, that's totally on your roll. Robbing my temples, I don't think so! <laughs> <laughs> then my job is done. Okay. As the enforcer of this city. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. No, no. It's like what you do with bugs. You always leave one alive so it can go tell its bug friends not to come back. Okay, I'm trying to feel things normally again. Give me a sec. <laughs> I uh, disengage. So you, you disengage, it, it retreats into the vents. You hear a splash distantly. And it's gotten back out into the water. And with that, the library is finally still. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I look up to Anthony and I just kind of give him like a quick little like finger salute like, thanks. I just tossed it all. I appreciate it. I catch it. Alright, you can add a level 8 uh, LGM. LGM. So you guys defeated four Pokemon. Even though it got away, it was still, you know, it lost. Four level 8, so that is 24 experience to distribute to any Pokemon in your possession that have hatched. So, for the sake of the listening audience, because we've had a lot of captures in two episodes and a large party to try to keep track of, uh, how about everyone goes over their party real quick for the sake of for the sake of anyone who's interested. And then we'll go and deal with the fallout of this. So, All right. we have Ludwig, or Ludwig, whatever you want to say. The Jingmo-O. Should we just go over levels and such, too, or does it matter? No, nope, that's fine. Okay, and then we've got the new member, Faustina, the Belayed and Badu. <laughs> and then we've got this egg of a meme, which is <laughs> most likely a steal. Egg of a meme. Interesting. <laughs> So. Alrighty. Uh, now let's have Sublime. What right, does so Virgil have? Virgil has his starter partner and adorable companion, 
Uh, Fennekin the Apollo. Uh, I'm saying that backwards. Apollo the Fennekin. Words, words, y'all. I'm so bad at them sometimes. Uh, we also have from last uh, episode, uh, Croella, who is a Murkrow, and a Belezin Apom named Virtus. And we did not catch anything today because Virgil is a very nice person. <laughs> hypothetically Alrighty. speaking, hypothetically speaking, if you were to catch that Badoo, what would you have called it? Um, I'd have to think about it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's have you go, Viger. Uh, well, at the moment, you can read me like a book for this first one. Tesla the Magnemite, currently a level ten. I've got a ticking time bomb of an egg, which will hatch into a blazing doduo, which I've fittingly called fits in the tantrum. And now I've gotten a newly caught LGM I've named Epsilon. All right. And that brings us to our favorite uh, oh, parental disappointment. <laughs> How are oh. you doing? I'm doing good. I've got several more dinosaur books. <laughs> He's got ammo. <laughs> All right, what I, Pokemon do you have? I have um, my my starter, if you will, Nautica the Skrelp. She's looking mighty fine. And outside that, I've got Levi the Scraggy. Uh, just learned a new move. Huzzah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the Pokemon. He'll be on, ca- he'll be catching a he'll be, he'll be catching a tyrant in the future. <laughs> I might. I mean, I've got all this fossil book. Should I pocket a book? I shouldn't pocket a book. No. Like... <laughs> like, you are stealing from uh, the library. So You'll be an even more disappointment is... to your father. <laughs> well, there's I mean, I... An un... yeah. there's an unconscious alien that you definitely have to deal with. And uh, look, how does the rest of the night go? Um, I, I think we can zoom. We should really clean up, clean up the library because of our book-throwing friend. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I only threw three. Yeah, but those books many. another book and cause problems. Yeah. Yeah. When we're done in the library, as we're heading back to the Pokemon Center, Virgil definitely wants to get some more dowsing in. Okay, roll a dowsing check as we continue. Dowsing. Um, just we, we'll say that you can do it as you head back. I like Holy how you, as you get. Roll. I like how you just have that dowsing roll just on check. Like you are just ready, be like, tell me what I can douse, and then enter. Now. Oh, excellent. I got two more from that. Um, whenever you get a six, you can roll it again. Yeah. And he got it twice. Um, so, so, as I got you guys... Two. It's a 41. As you guys one. get to the center... So let's roll to see what dice they are, or what shards they are. Uh, just to... Excellent. Kind of... Excellent, excellent, excellent. This is going to be excellent for my plan to deal with the monument. <laughs> this is diabolical uh, scheme. Alright, so that night... Uh, are we at night yet? Are we at the Pokemon Center? Are we we're we're getting there. I'm narrating. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, the Pokemon Center is more or less as full as it was the night before. Uh, during the night, you get a, you know, during the, the walk back, you get a text saying the ferries uh, are up and operational, and you can see that they start to head back out to the mainland. Um, as you uh, settle in, um, as you're, you're getting ready for bed, but it, it, you've only been in the room for maybe five minutes or so, when there's a knock at the door. Hmm. Whose door? Uh, just the door for all of you guys. Okay. Sharing room. We're all hashtag roomies, guys. Right, I forgot about that. I only snore a little. I guess you've I, got a room this time. I guess I, I go clarify. over and I open the door. 
Yeah. Oh, as K, as you open the door, um, the the registrar who you spoke to the other day goes, "Oh, um, just so you know, you can challenge the monument anytime now. Your waiting period has over. It was over as of noon. But um, I just wanted to come and ask you because I realized I don't think I got to give you the the pamphlet. She hands you a small notebook. She goes, it, "It's a rule on um, it, it's how monuments work. Those kinds of things." It won't really give you any advice for any specific one, but, you know, overview of the rules. Okay. She smiles and kind of, you know, clears her, clears out. All right. Are there, like, multiple copies of this pamphlet, or is it just the one? Yeah, yeah, she hands you two of them. Okay. I hand the other to Virgil. <clears throat> uh, thanks. Virgil, like, page, like, reads through it. Yeah. I look over your shoulder yeah. while you're doing it. I so essentially, for him to read too. so essentially, uh, the the very introductory is something that even Viger is familiar with. Monuments were based <laughs> around different terrain. That, but all right. Well, you're foreign, that's why. Vi uh, so terrains were based around different biomes, basically encouraging trainer readiness to specific events or specific locations. The one that you guys are going to, for example, is listed as the reef biome. Now, more or less, you can expect a certain type to have a bit of prevalence, but nothing more than the actual area it encompasses would have more. A forest will have a lot of grass types, but that's just because a lot of grass types live in a forest. In addition to that, all of them have three pretty strict requirements. One, there is a combat and non-combat portion. Whatever that ends up entailing is ultimately up to the monument master or the reliquary master who's in charge of it. But they're known to vary widely. So having a variety of skills besides just smashing your way through some trainer battles is going to be encouraged. Second, you're only allowed to bring three Pokemon in. And you're only allowed to bring six items. And that can be a combination of held and consumable items. Okay. You can't you can't exactly potion or revive spam your way through these. Alright. I only got five potions on me, so I'm under that just slightly. The third and and that includes trainer gear such as weapons. Well then that's the sixth. Uh, your ta yeah, your tonfos would count as one. Yeah. Um and the last the last bit of relevant information is that and the, the third things that all of them share is that they're under a time constraint. And it's usually not particularly long, 10 minutes at most, which basically means if you're not in active combat where things are very measured out as far as how much time something know, time, takes. Yeah, you're going to have to be very decisive. A lot of humming and hawing, you might not have time to finish even if you're battling well. If you pass a, if you pass a monument at pretty much whatever the, the, the stated minimum is, you're given the, the, the monuments, uh, the reward. It's usually a held item, sometimes a TM. It's always a TM, sometimes uh, a held item or some other additional marker, and a bead for your chain. If you graduate with, disti with uh, distinguishing class, distinguishing teamwork, or otherwise impress the reliquary master, you are given a copy of that gym's relic, which is a more powerful held item that uh, not everyone gets. Having those is a mark of having a very good run. 
Uh, most trainers might get one or two of them in their entire 10 monument run. Um, looking through it, it also just warns that prepping too hard for an individual type can be dangerous. Even if you expect it to be prevalent, reliquary masters are pretty sharp and they do tend to buffer those weaknesses a little bit. So it, just a couple other tips, pieces of caution, you know, encouraging not only just a straight potion, you're going to want maybe some full restores or uh, status healing, that kind of thing. Remember your digestion buffs. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, it really doesn't have much applicable information for what you're going into. Okay. I would assume I would have remembered those other trial goers that came back who also just kind of like mockingly made fun of Apollo a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of keeping in the back of my head. Well, I can, I can no doubtably expect some water type variants, but as far as like an ocean biome goes, do any of you guys have any other ideas as to what to expect? Theoretically speaking. Mm. Should I, would I know something? Should I roll like a, I don't know, general ed? General ed or Pokemon ed? I, I, yeah, I would having... say general ed. Uh, you'd have, you might have heard something, but the, it's generally frowned upon to talk about the contents of a monument. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's... I have heard things, but it, it. it's Let's... not like illegal. Wait, this is just okay. hypothetically speaking, given like the description. Yeah, it's we've never ocean. done it. It's so the ocean. Like so you guys haven't. No, you guys haven't. I'm talking. Seth wanted to roll and see if he knew anything oh. from growing up in the town. I yeah. see. I see. Roll three d six. Ten. Ten. <clears throat> Same. Yeah. Uh, you. I'm just gonna say, just because the distance, you haven't heard anything more about the specific monument. Uh, okay. Not. Uh, no, not 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 you, Seth. I'm I'm talking to uh, Virgil. Mm -hmm. Okay, never mind. Virgil, you haven't heard anything particularly about this monument, but your studies in just general Pokemon habitats. You know that a reef is primarily built around the coral itself, but a lot of tagalongs to that can be, say, birds or other Pokemon that hunt along crabs and the like. There are mm -hmm. a lot of water types, but you'll also encounter a lot of poison types, for example, maybe some rock types, things that are down there. Mm -hmm. And that's assuming that the Reliquary Master hasn't brought in additional Pokemon to serve as a sort of area challenge. Um, I will say, uh, Dylan Rose, uh, you've heard people complaining constantly about paralysis. Okay. That, that is one thing that you've noted as a recurring issue, is people right. whining about being paralyzed. Gotcha. Chin Chow, because from earlier there were so many Chin Chow in the city. Perhaps. Maybe. They're owned by the city. Lantern could also be a thing. Single lantern. Um, also, uh, Seth, you know the local, uh, uh, the, the local, sorry, Reliquary Master. Uh, mm -hmm. You know her by reputation, but you haven't interacted. Mm -hmm. uh, she's an old Mantine Surf champion who retired the last year. Okay. Uh, her name is Rel. Her name is what? Rel. Rel. R-E-L-L. Rel. -L. Okay. So, um, with that, I... Uh, 
Is there anything that you guys want? You have a down evening if you want to craft or something. Yeah. Yes, gonna... we do want to craft. I was gonna. Be... I was gonna say I'm gonna do some things as well on my end. As far as the um, reward from that particular quest, is that something we, we haven't get? collected it yet? Okay. Yep. We'd have to go get it in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And then we can go shopping Yay! for items. <laughs> I do not have any crafting, anything. so we'll let our crafty boys do their thing. Yeah, yeah. I just need some all right. Pokeballs now because I used to. Yeah, let me see what I can all right. do. So Virgil actually takes a collection of the blue shards he's collected since he got in the city. Oh. Yeah. And he's going to combine them and create a water brace. What does it look like? Um, It looks like... A <laughs> collar. I don't. I did, was not prepared to answer that question. I wasn't either when I got mine. So a brace. It looks like or... a brace. Yes. It actually. Oh, I know. It looks like a bracelet. It looks like a bracelet. <laughs> Same. All right. Yeah, and yeah. Let's say that it has all four of the blue shards he's collected wired around into a bracelet, and he has some occult education type stuff etched up in there or something to give it <laughs> alrighty Viger uh, do you craft anything for yourself and does anyone want him to craft Pokeballs for cheap yes how much yes. did I put a Pokeball because I yeah I, I lost okay the, the way I'm just trying to pull up that information myself it's 100 for a basic ball I think it's 175 for a great ball I could be wrong on that it is $100 for a normal Pokeball and it's 175 for the basic balls I'm willing to do like a discount to pull it together so like 50 50 I, I only have $200 so well dang man go get yeah. some work done <laughs> So I'm gonna put that into Pokeballs at the very least. Okay. I will at least give you like a discount, just like fifty dollars, and then I'll pay the other fifty dollars to craft at least one. Oh, for just one of them? Yeah, it's a hundred dollars per ball. Yeah. One hundred seventy-five per great ball. Okay, so then I lose one hundred fifty. So you wanted three? Oh, I wanted four. Um, four. Oh, you're wanting four. So then that would I, be I, I want to use all the money for Pokeballs. Yeah. Okay, then that would then that would be two hundred Poke Dollars for four four Pokeballs, yeah. so that's another two hundred out of mine. Where's all my right. money? <laughs> Virgil's gonna ask uh Viger if he has a held item for Tesla. I do not. Alright, and then um Virgil takes a yellow shard in one hand and like does some weird uh chanting with his other hand. Ooh. And hands it to him. Yeah, stuff. exactly. You see, like, some glyphs appear around his hand <laughs> for a second. And it's like, give him this. And it's an electric gem. Interesting. Ooh. It'll make um, one electric attack stronger. And a hell of a lot stronger at low level. Yeah. But it'll like, go it'll, up to a... Can be I think you'll be at a base 9. You'll get a damage... Can, can be consumed as a free action to give a plus 3 damage bonus to one electric type attack, which, as of right now, is only Thundershock, which already has a damage... So it'll go from a six. 6 to a 9, which is a lot. Yes, for that no, one. No, that's a lot. <laughs> using Thunderbolt. Essentially, uh, at that point, yeah. Um, you, I'd like to much. point out held items count against your item total. Just yep. remind me that. It's per character, though, isn't it? Yes, it is per character, yeah. not per so team. So I'm gonna that have to just, just drop like one potion on my hand on hand for me. 
yeah. as of right now. So four potions, one set of tonfas, and the electric jet. That, that does not include consumables, correct? No, that does, does include it consumables. Does. No, Wait, I'm what? saying like that, like for the digestive bonus. No, it doesn't consume. It, it's physical items. So any potions. Uh, okay. so, that's what I want to make sure. I want to make sure. So, yeah. We should probably uh, get lumberries or, or yeah, cherry berries. Do I have they paralysis? Yeah, they were complaining about paralysis. If you have cherry berries, you can feed those and have a digestion buff ready. Do I have to roll anything to craft the basic balls for Anthony? No. No. Okay, no. so he You can just do it. So he's paid Yay. the two hundred, I've paid the two hundred. He now has four four pristine. I have, I have a total of six. So Pokeballs. Yeah. So now yes. And six actually total. Virgil would ask if he could have uh some Pokeballs as well. Do you craft do you want to craft cases perhaps? I have a few on hand. I just have the aforementioned lock cases as of right now. But thanks to Jailbreaker I can do some other things. I can make well I can do modifications as well. That's a thing so that I've been trying to do. You don't have me. any balls to modify yet though. No, um, unfortunately I don't have any modifiable balls, but I mean so, case recipes. Okay. Basic cases, so I can either create Contest cases, lock cases, or medicine cases, as of right now, because I don't um, have I don't I, have case specialists just yet. Yeah, or I will uh, to to explain how cases work for the sake of the people who didn't get that short tutorial when we were making your character. A case is something you equip to a Pokeball that applies a special bonus and can be removed later, so it can be swapped around. So if you threw a ball with a lock case to get that additional catch rate bonus, unless you want the passive effect of the Pokemon not being able to break itself out of its own ball, um, the lock case can be taken off that ball and attached to another one. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So I can make either, so like I said before, I can make either a contest case, lock case, or a medicine case. And I'm going to look up exactly... What the contest case and medicine case do? Uh, contest is contest case does jack shit. Yeah, uh, right so I'm just gonna now, look at the, I'm contest. just gonna look at medicine case real quick. Uh, basically, it lets you put a dose of a medicine into ah, the ball, so when your Pokemon gets returned to it, it automatically engages it. Right. The medicine case may be filled with an antidote, par paralyze heal, burn heal, ice heal, awakening, or full heal. This consumes the used yeah. item. When a Pokemon is recalled into the Pokeball with a filled medicine case, the item is automatically used on the Pokemon. Filling it as a yeah. standard action. Yeah, I would. But say it's only that li it's only like count. it's only status effective items. That's no useful. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's useful. Right it just might not be for right now. Well, yeah. here's the thing: they were complaining about paralysis. Well, and we I can, can just give them a digestive bonus. Yeah, we can give them berries, which are cheap. But and do so are, do item huh? cases count as a held item then? No, they don't. Okay. They do not count against your gear limit. Okay, good to know. So that's a way to pocket some. Uh, that might also be something you know you, you do more in the future. Uh, are you guys planning on challenging the monument tomorrow? Yeah, we'll see if we might also want to look into that flaffy situation. Perhaps. Yeah, oh, well, especially because yeah, that would be well, some electric types. Yeah, it's an ocean. Uh, what Pokemon What will Pokemon add on that? Everyone. Oh great! Yeah. Let me guess. They're Belez and Flaffy that are not electric <laughs> at all. They're water yeah. ground. Are they? They're rock. No, ground. they're not water ground. They're fire. <laughs> Actually, I'm stupid. No, 
you know what? You rolled high. Uh, you you got to say that, and then you remember something about uh, Blazin, <laughs> uh, Flappy, and Mareep. They're normal steel type. Oh, it's go on. It's steel, steel Flagger. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be bad either. That would resist water, wouldn't it? No, it no. wouldn't. Oh, and okay. actually, water resists steel. Oh, it's the other way. Yeah, my bad. It's the way um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, they they wouldn't have any, and they lose pretty much all of their electrical ability. Hmm. They don't even get thunder shock. <laughs> steel still does resist like all of the things. And and what and you were saying like ocean biomes could have poison. Steel's immune to poison. That's a possibility uh, yeah, I, I'm just, as well. I, I will just float this out here. I am scaling these to your level of preparedness. <laughs> so <laughs> We're not just going to be able to just like XP grind and then just steamroll the monument. Yeah, so if you want to do a whole bunch of missions, sure. It's not going to make it easier. easier. Super easy. <laughs> So I'd, uh, I'd so, leave it up to I'd leave it up to a d20 spin. Even numbers, we go immediately to the monument next episode, and an odd number, we do one more job. You guys down with that? Sure. Sure. So be it. It's even. Okay. To the All monument. Right. <laughs> so after we uh, get supplies, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. one pit stop so, beforehand. So I'm I'm going to say that you know the night is fine the morning you get you get to do your training without without any hassles uh, oh yeah just for the interest of not having to go and talk about shopping for an hour <laughs> I will say this shop before next session like just make sure it's within the money range mm-hmm. And we will we'll we'll handle that between sessions so we don't have to, to sit through that. But you guys train in the morning, you guys are well resupplied, and you start to head towards the monument, which is a gigantic dome at the edge of town. And as you start walking up, you see some kids, you see a group of trainers leaving that look exhausted but excited. And you can see that there is a single bead on their chains. Hmm. And a woman walks out who has deep tan skin, incredibly blonde hair, just bleached from years out in the sun. She's in her mid-30s, You, if you had to guess. Her hair's pulled back in a ponytail, and she's in a wetsuit. Uh, bouncing at her feet, is a happy little man tyke. <laughs> I wonder who she is. <laughs> and she she kind of waves as you guys approach. Because yeah. challengers? You know it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> My name's Ralph. I'm the reliquary master here. It's going to take us about 10 minutes to get set up, so... She she kind of points to a, she she leads you in through the door and into a very small kind of cramped waiting room. She points to uh, two different changing rooms. She goes, guys on the left, gals. She looks at your group. Well, I guess that doesn't matter. And she heads <laughs> off to the right. She goes, 
Scene 10, try not to drown. There's what there's wetsuits if you don't have anything to wear. And she walks in. She just, walks into her her changing room. I'm just a little confused. I'm like, what? Are we are we swimming or what's going on here? I did not anticipate this. <laughs> I jump in a wetsuit. This ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, so heading into the changing room, there's wetsuits of various sizes. Um, are there wetsuits of various colors? Oh, yeah, to say. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> I get the green one. Um, yeah, you all. Okay, so I'm curious. I'm going to. Now, if you guys will let me, I'm going to color code the shit out of you guys. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> Virgil's purple. We understand this. Um, <laughs> what is everyone else's color? Uh. Anthony's very kind of nervous about this, just not like, just, he kind of goes over like into a corner, just very kind of self-consciously and just tries to hide himself as much as possible, trying to change it. <laughs> I actually just take off the like sleeveless coat that I've been wearing and I just have the gray tank top underneath and that's it. All right. So Viger's called gray as gray and, and white are his colors. We've got purple. With hints uh, of orange, though. Yeah. Well, no, I just, <laughs> With take, I, just of... take, I just take that sleeveless white coat off, and then it's just like a gray tank top shirt underneath it. You call it a tank top. Others would call it a wife beater. It's a tank top for this, for the context here. <laughs> and that, that's can... basically it. I'm sorry. My, my color is only... green, Linian. <laughs> okay. You're in a, uh, a green wetsuit. And Dang. all I can think right now is the fucking 50% off parody of free opening is just slowly looping in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you ch- So, Anthony, do you change into a swimsuit? Or are you gonna... Into a black one, the black wetsuit. <laughs> You're gonna the whole body wetsuit, right? Suit up, okay. boy. I, f- I imagine Anthony puts the wetsuit on over his suit. <laughs> Actually, he probably. Well, I don't know what he probably do. Oh, okay. So take the wetsuit off. The blazer off, but he, he he still keeps like the the white dress shirt underneath and the. Ah, jeez. Uh. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I imagine Anthony to take put the wetsuit on and everything, but then take his red tie and just tie that around. Just swap it over the top of the. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Just to so. make sure. Oh no. Um, I would stay off. Is that so, cascade silk? You don't want to get that wet. I also hang up my hat, too. You, you, All three of you register the three Pokemon that you'll be using. Or two. two, in the case of those who has, haven't caught three yet. Well, that haven't hatched three. yet, get it right. Right. <laughs> so, the doors open, and you see a gigantic ocean field in front of you with high reefs that are blocking easy passage. And you hear Rel's voice come over the speaker. She goes, this one's not too crazy. And you see five six-foot swells smashing against the coral. She goes, you just got to cross to the other side. The power's out again at Prism Tower. Tune in next time to find out what happens on Puckle PTU, the Beleza Chronicles. Until then, it's closing time.